day to you wherever you are in the world. I haven't done a solo podcast for a while uh, now, and I said to myself, let me uh, do that today. So I'm glad to be back with you on a topic that is extremely important for not only for women, but for all of us. And I am tackling the issue of women leading across borders today. Uh, Perspectives on gender vary across both time and culture. Gender is just one aspect of culture. Gender refers to the social meaning of being a man or woman. It is institutionalized, multidimensional, and multi-layered, encompassing a range of assumption, a range of assumptions, expectations, and obligations. Um, gender is fundamental to the way life and work is organized. For example, Sweden has low gender differentiation, meaning that culturally there are few distinctions between what a man and a woman can and cannot do compared to Japanese society as an example that has a much higher degree of gender differentiation where the cultural expectations of what is is not acceptable for men and women is more divided. Gender in the workplace does not just uh, mirror prevailing social norms, but reinforces them and fashions wider social structures and practices. And I I wanted to discuss some of the challenges, and that's what I like to focus on today. The challenges that women face Uh, leading across borders. As we know by now, every culture has their own assumptions and expectations of what and where women and men should be and how they should perform and act in their gender roles. These expectations have become a lot more, um, let's say, confronting in recent years due to factors such as globalization and an increase in women in the workforce. So one such result has been the rise of women in leadership roles and working across cultures. Um, I'm going to share some um, stories with you and we'll use them as examples reinforcing that some of the challenges women can face when working across cultures, um, it's not a recent phenomenon. It has been there for the longest. And we will call her, example number one, we'll call her, let's say, call her Mrs. X, okay, or Miss X. Uh, Miss X was from Malaysia. A woman, intelligent, with a PhD in chemical engineering. She was working for a large multinational organization working in the area of research. 
Miss Axe was an extremely competent and capable woman who was very successful in her role. She was also a Muslim woman who wore the traditional hair scarf or hairdress. Miss X often commented, uh, I cannot even say the word, uh, commented on the difficulties that she faced when working with her American counterparts. No surprise there. <laughs> particularly in the early days when she was trying to establish a relationship with them. She felt as though there was an unspoken assumption that because of her dress and some stereotypes or stereotyped attitudes regarding Muslim women that she was passive and could be easily dominated. She felt as though her ideas and capabilities were often overlooked. After a period of executive coaching and uh, uh, consultations and so on and so forth, she learned to become more forthright with her comments and input. Another example, we'll call her Miss Y, was a Western woman who was working in the IT industry and regularly traveling to Japan. One of the challenges that uh, she faced was that a lot of the business occurred outside of the office and the evenings at the karaoke bar over drinks. It didn't take her long to realize that as a woman, this was not actually a place where she felt that she was genuinely welcome, nor did she feel comfortable. So Mrs. Y, or Miss Y, Miss Y's dilemma laid in how could she build relationships and be privy to some of the issues and information that was discussed if she wasn't attending the evening activities. These are just two um, examples uh, we have a lot, and I'm sure that if you are in the arena of working cross cultures, you may have a lot more, and you can definitely relate or understand at least what we are talking about. And um, this gives uh, an ilust illustration that working or leading a cross culture for men and women can differ enormously. The challenges would have been different for Miss X if she had been a French woman, don't you think? French woman working in the US. Or if Miss Y had have been working in the Middle East. Neither Miss X nor Miss Y felt as though they were privy to the informal networks of communication and that it was affecting their business. So let's talk about some strategies. And um, I will share with you some of the few strategies and few suggestions, keeping in mind that the issues at hand can be culture specific. 
what may be challenging challenging in one culture may not be in another. So number one, increase your awareness. Learn about the cultural stereotypes. It can help you anticipate obstacles before they become problems and help you uh, help you to understand where your colleagues or subordinates are coming from. Number two, acknowledge that there there may be differences and that some situations may make you feel uncomfortable. Sometimes preparedness can help you with comments or situations that you may find unpleasant. If possible, that's number three, um, invite key colleagues, subordinates to your home country where they can see firsthand your position and authority. Number four, demonstrate or emulate assertiveness and confidence by the behavior that you observe. Where are we? Number five, develop some strategies and culturally appropriate ways to set in conflict. Um, number six, you may need to be more sensitive to the informal gestures and cues when you are negotiating, dealing with men of different cultures. Going on to the next point, um, I would suggest build a network within the culture that you are working, living in. Seek other women and men who can explain um, the facet aspects of the culture. Get some cultural coaching and mentoring. In my experience, one of the most effective ways of developing and supporting leaders, both male and female, is executive coaching. The benefits of executive coaching uh, or executive cultural coaching for female leaders who work across borders is invaluable. So going forward, um, although the number of women in management roles across the globe continues to remain disproportionately low when compared to their male counterparts. We don't need to look far to see that they are increasingly becoming a significant part of the global talent pool. We cannot realistically expect to walk into centuries-old cultures and change them. Uh, That's not going to happen. We need to be flexible and adaptable. Even when things go against our values, we need to create strategies that can assist in the navigation around some of the gendered differences and ensure that they are aligned to the culture and organizational boundaries we may find ourselves in. All evidence points to the growing success and increase in the numbers of women leading and working cross cultures as such. Organizations need to put strategies in place that recognize, support, and develop these leaders. Given the current global 
economic climate, it is imperative for organizations to capitalize on their entire workforce. And we know as the world is increasingly networked into global village, um, I think, and I believe, business leaders work across myriad of borders within many cultures and and it has become a business as usual process learning to work within cultures other than our own is constantly uh, or constant everyday part of doing business in today's flat world and there are many cultural facets of working across borders that are obvious and not so obvious differences obviously in customs values languages um, gender are critical issues at the individual team and organizational level um, different cultural environment cultural beliefs and attitudes significantly impact gender expectations and govern much of the interaction and interpretation that occur between men and women ultimately gender role expectations can have some significant effects on big business interactions such as communication and negotiation skills or negotiation styles the gendered glass ceiling appears to persist in both developed and developing societies. I guess we'll stop here for today and we will resume with this topic on another episode. Until then, stay connected, stay happy, <laughs> and um, reach out, reach out to people that don't look like you to people that don't sound like you and people that don't um, believe the same way you do i always find it fascinating um what what can i really learn or how much can i learn from someone else different than I am. I know myself. I know what I stand for. I know my belief system. I know my habits. I know my languages. And reaching out to others that are different than me has enriched my life, truly, and broadened my horizon and help me become more tolerant, peaceful, and also uh, receptive. I may not uh, agree with everything, but I do believe that if we know more about people, we know more about their lifestyles, we know more about what they stand for, life gets much easier in regard to uh, conflict negotiations in regard to increasing profits in regard to harmony um, in the workplace and around you overall so again connect with others 
you are different than you are. So stay safe and talk to you soon.